0: I can't remember what I was supposed to say. Has <laughs> a reoccurring role on HBO Ballers.
1: Mark Slareth. Handsome sub-bitch, get out
0: here. And makes one hell of a bowl of green chili. It's Mark Slareth, and this is the Stinkin' Truth Podcast.
1: Hey, welcome into the Stinkin' Truth Podcast. Your host, Mark Slareth, along with Mike Evans and Scott Huff, our producer, as we roll through another weekend of games and game picks, and uh like to thank our Presenting sponsor, first off, you can hydrate your huddle with core pH-balanced water, ultra-purified and balanced with electrolytes to match your body's natural pH level of 7.4. That's science, people. It hydrates your body well so you can perform at peak capacity, no question about it, wide-mouth bottles so you can drink a ton of water. you got to have a ton of water in your system. I just know that that's important. Me, too much coffee. But when I'm drinking water, I'm drinking CORE water. You can find CORE water at 7-Eleven. It's the one with a big blue cap. CORE pH balanced water. Learn more at hydratewithcore.com. Mike, what do you think, man? Week six. Already approaching
0: week six. Doesn't it feel like we wait around all off season, and now we're already in week six? Yeah, it's going by too fast. Yeah. We're going to be here to Thanksgiving football here before you, you know it. Now I want I want to come at you with a little something different as we look ahead to the games this weekend. Uh-huh. I've sort of divvied up the games into like different themes.
1: Here, okay. Ooh. Okay? Not thematic just like, football.
0: Not just like game by game, but I've I've okay. I've lumped them into different categories. Okay. The mm-hmm. first one, like
1: Jerry Jones and Cole in his stocking, you've lumped them together. I've lumped that them together. That was from an earlier podcast the, yes, this it was. week.
0: Cole Cole Beasley. Uh, here's here's the first grouping four quarterbacks last week the rookie quarterbacks went 4-0 first time ever mhm so i want to ask about the likelihood of that happening again as we have cleveland at home against the chargers we have the jets at home against indy we have the cardinals um against minnesota and i'm uh, i'm leaving i'm went leaving, buffalo and Houston, uh, all right. So the odds in your in your opinion of these guys being able to repeat four and zero. So let let's start first, with okay.
1: Let, first, let me just say this really quick. So we live in Denver. And, you know, there was a lot of talk because the Denver Broncos had the number five overall pick. And, you know, all these Bronco country fans were talking about, just take a quarterback. Doesn't matter which quarterback, any quarterback will do. It was like it was like a game of craps, right? Just red or black. Just it doesn't pick, matter, yep. you know? Just pick a number, any number. Doesn't matter. And, you know, I mean, it's kind of annoying. And then when all four of them win last week... Alls I heard about. Case Keenum sucks. He's a
0: journeyman and he's terrible, and you should have taken one of the rookie quarterbacks. Now I'm looking at just even this. better. You passed on. The next class of 83. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay? And, yeah. and to refresh people's memory, that class of 83 featured three right. Hall of Famers in Elway, Marino, and Kelly. So you're you're telling me that of these four, right. three of them are going to end up in Ken. Okay? Right. So
1: okay. you look at them, and then you go statistically looking at them. Not not that I compare stats a lot or look at stats a lot, but Baker Mayfield had the highest completion percentage in that group of four last week at 58%. Okay? Sam Darnold was 10 of 22 that's under 50%. I think um, I think uh, Josh Allen was right at 50%. And I know, because I called the game, um, I know that that Josh Rosen was under 50%. As a matter of fact, he was at 40%, right at 40%. Whereas Keith Keenum was almost at 70%, 68.6%. He's at 69%, 300-plus yards, and two touchdowns in one pick. But, no, you should have taken a rookie quarterback to complete 40% of his passes because then you'd win.
0: Well, I'll put it in even easier terms for people. I mean, that's that's a great number right there. Here's another one. The average quarterback rating in the NFL right now is at about 93. The highest quarterback rating of the four quarterbacks is Baker Mayfield at about 81. They are all below average quarterbacks. Now, I'm not here to just dump on these guys. Yeah, cuz I think I, there's I'm a lot to,
1: of uh, I I think there's a lot of upside.
0: I'm trying to trying to lend a little perspective here when it comes to, you know, crowning these guys. That's right. all. I'm trying to balance. I'm right. all about You're balance. Right. You trying to crown them? Yeah, crown crown them. them. All right. So, um so likelihood of them pulling off another 4 and 0 week.
1: There there's zero chance. The likelihood is they'll go 0 four. If I had a ga- if I had a gamble and say okay, you got to put money down. The four quarterbacks that are rookies that are starting. Either go Four and zero or zero and four, I'd put all my money on zero and four. Now the Chargers come into Cleveland. Cleveland's got a legit like Cleveland. What they've done, they got John Dorsey. What they've done from a personnel standpoint, the way the moves they have made, getting. Um, um, getting Jarvis Landry there getting uh Baker Mayfield to be the starting quarterback there. what they've done on on defense with some of their defensive personnel. Um, it looks like Denzel Ward was a great pick. We all mocked them for making that pick but he is playing at a very high level creating turnovers. they've been amazing. but again you're you're playing the Chargers and Philip Rivers. And I just think that the Chargers are probably a little bit better football team with a quarterback that's much more experienced and in, in, in a place in his career where he's a lot better than you. So that would be my assessment um, in Cleveland. Although, Cleveland's sitting at 2-2-1. Two, two and one, Come on now. Really? I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing what they've been able to do. And, oh, by the way, they beat a really good Baltimore team. A team that a lot of people had in their top five power rankings – they beat them what 12 to 9 so you got to give them a lot of credit
0: mike i Ari- was right. oh go ahead go ahead i was, was going to say let's let's just kind of go josh rosen arizona 10 and a half point dog yeah, Ar- with the Vikings.
1: I, I so i've called i'm i'm finally off the uh arizona the uh, arizona trail you've been on the beat yeah the arizona You're like, it's like been, a beat broadcaster uh, just uh, yeah it's it's been trail of tears um <laughs> They, they have not been very good. They're not very good on offense across the board. I like Josh Rosen. I think Josh Rosen's got the ability and, and kind of the mental makeup to be really good in this league. I just don't think they're a very good football team right now, um, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, you're facing a Minnesota team that, let's face it, they they look like they've kind of found the elixir a little bit defensively. They were much better last week. Um really shutting like really I mean when you when you watch that game last week, they they shut them down until the fourth quarter and then they gave up some points late last week. But um I'm telling you what, I, I you know and, and it had been a big question mark about um, Minnesota like what's wrong with this defense Mike Zimmer's a defensive coach and and this team you know flat out didn't produce and and what happened and all those question marks well it looks like they rallied the troops um they went about you know their practice and getting that stuff done and and they shut the Eagles out until essentially shut I think they had three points uh, until the fourth quarter and they came back and, and scored some points so the game was kind of already at that point out of hand, but. um Good job by the Minnesota Vikings. I think they shut down this Arizona offense, which has been, you know, anemic. To call it anemic is an insult to anemic things. So I'm going to go, uh, that's going to be a loss as well.
0: And then you got Josh Allen, Buffalo, taking on Houston.
1: I think Houston is, I mean, Buffalo's 2 and 3, Houston 2 and 3, but I think Houston right now, I think their quarterback is finally kind of figuring it out. Um, I think he's getting, not that he's figuring it out. I mean, he probably had it figured out. He's finally feeling confident in his body and now his body and his drops and his abilities are syncing up with the passing game. And I thought against Dallas the other night, uh, I thought he played really well and um, his off schedule stuff. And I, I think the thing that impressed me most is his off schedule stuff wasn't, Oh, scramble around and hold the ball and make six guys miss and, and then find a gap down the football field and, Throw it, you know, and make some spectacular play. His off schedule stuff was what was impressive to me is he knew exactly where his checkdowns were. So he avoided something, then he just spin and throw it and he hit his back. And it, like, it was like, I know exactly where everybody on the field is. Like, that to me was the most impressive thing. Like, a lot of guys start scrambling around and they're, you know, they find targets down the field and it's amazing and it's wonderful but it's like i got to pick something up with my eyes instead of my brain knowing where everybody should be do you know what i mean that was for me that was the difference in watching his off scheduled stuff compared to like baker mayfield's off scheduled stuff or or you know somebody else's off scheduled stuff where you just feel like now they're just being athletes they're scrambling around and then they find somebody i know where everybody is so i'm going to i'm just going to avoid trouble and i'm going to get it to the guy where I know he's at, where he's at. So I like Houston in that game.
0: All right, so maybe the best chance for one of the rookies to get a a win this week, the Jets, at home against Indy?
1: Yeah, I think that's that's reasonable because I think the Jets are a big, strong, physical football team. And if they run the ball, well, if they run the ball like they ran it against Denver, they'll beat anybody. I can't imagine um, them running the ball like that again. But I would give... Darnold the best chance of doing that again you're going against indianapolis you're going against andrew luck they need to get more balance you know there's a guy that missed the better part of two years with a shoulder problem he's come back and that dude they'll drop him back 60 times a game i mean it's it's asinine to me what they're what they got going on there and and it just goes to show you know from a personnel standpoint they've lacked but um I'd give the Jets. I'd give the Jets a good chance in that game. I'd still take Indy and and Andrew Luck probably, but I give the chance I give the Jets a fighting chance.
0: All right. So maybe these rookies come crashing back to earth. You ready for my next theme?
1: Yes. Of picks. Yeah.
0: Coaches on the hot seat Ooh. games, and there's one which, remarkably enough, I, I think features two of them squaring off. Dirk Cutter in Tampa. Uh, Vegas odds have besides Jason Garrett having the best odds of being the first coach fired mm-hmm. Cutter's second mm-hmm. now not on the list but maybe should be is dan Quinn i I, I never thought his, I'd say yeah this his after. owner came
1: out his owner came out and and you know Arthur blank came out and said you know basically hey we gotta you know we gotta be better and anytime the owner starts coming out and talking about that, you always gotta worry because you don't fire all your players right you know you fire your coaches. Let's face it, before Dan Quinn goes, who will go first? A coordinator. A coordinator. And and who will it be? Defensive. I, I think, yeah, well, I, I think it would be the offensive Really? I mean, the offense seems to
0: be playing pretty well. They didn't last week, but. I just think that. They gave 41 points. I, yeah, I they understand They shredded. That. Yeah, but Dan,
1: well, yeah, you're right. Dan Quinn is a defensive coach. that's his, coach. Def- yeah, you're right. See, my, my big thing, my big thing is you had Matt Ryan under, under Kyle Shanahan, have a MVP season. And since then, you switch coordinators, and it hasn't looked the same. It hasn't been consistent. It hasn't been good enough. And let's face it, when you talk talent, you talk two backs who are as good as any backs in football. You got Julio Jones, Muhammad Sanu. You drafted, what, what's the kid from Alabama, Calvin Ridley, who's been exceptional. I mean, you have got talent. Tight end that Hooper kid from Stanford can flat play. You got all kinds of talent. Um I I think it might be Sark, Steve Sarkeesian before it's their defensive coordinator, but but that's I mean, that's right out of the right the coach's handbook.
0: Coach's the, survival handbook. Yeah.
1: Page one. Page one. When the heat gets hot. Fire a core. There you <laughs> go.
0: There you go. Put off that yeah. day of record kind of as a, long as you by can. By the way,
1: is that kind of a is that kind of a uh, when the heat gets hot? Is that like when the like heat is hot? Isn't it? Yes. When the heat gets hot. When the heat uh, is on. Yeah. When, that's like a uh, what? Do you, what do you call that when you're like that's like saying don't over exaggerate. Can't you just say don't exaggerate? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Why do you need to say over exaggerate when the heat gets hot?
0: All right. So Atlanta is a right. three and a half point favorite over the Bucks in Atlanta.
1: Um, yeah, I, you know, the Bucks seem to me to be falling apart. Um, I think, I think Dirk Cutter's days there are numbered. Um, I, yeah, I, I'll take Atlanta. I think they're a better football team and I think they'll eventually, I think at some point you're going to see them, you know, maybe five and five, you know, work their way back right. out of this hole and then try to push for a playoff berth. So they started off slow last year as well. I'll take Atlanta in that game.
0: How about uh, here in Denver with Vance Joseph? His team has lost three in a row after a 2-0 start, and it's dredging up painful memories of last year where they ended up losing eight in a row. Yeah. And here come the Rams to town. Touchdown yeah. favorite. Broncos, Broncos at home. How often have you seen this? Not often. A touchdown underdog at home.
1: To a beat-up Rams team. Yeah. Both their starting receivers, two of the three starting receivers were out with concussions last week you know during the course of the game i i'm assuming they'll both be back but i don't know that they're going to clear concussion protocol they've lost some defensive players their defense is is not what it was at the beginning of the season and with that you're still 7 point underdogs it, it 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 was a mess last week was one of the most embarrassing losses um and i think it was i think it was a loss that um this team can go either way this team can rally around their coach, rally around their season and come out here and play a game and and win a game or this team could get rolled up. And then everybody's getting fired. That that's that's this this is a cro- this is a crossroads game for the Denver Broncos. If you get rolled up here by double digits, your head coach is going to be gone.
0: Well, the the only thing that might help is that their next game is a Short week Thursday night or no? In I'm Arizona. saying I'm not
1: saying right after the game. Okay. I'm just saying. But that's this. This is this will be this game is you know the litmus test or whatever, however you want to describe it. Of you're either gonna you're either gonna save your job for at least a few more weeks, or if you get rolled up by by double digits, you're you're gonna be gone. Yeah, it's just a matter right, of yeah. yeah. It's just a matter of when. Um, you know so i mean that's that's kind of that's kind of where we are right now as a franchise um you know you know it's bad when you got player own player only meetings being called and you know you give up 323 yards of rushing to the new york jets a rookie quarterback beats you who went 10 of 22 um i mean just complete scorched earth and then you had a player that came out and said hey listen um you know, we we probably had a letdown because we were so hyped up about the way we played against Kansas City. What, yeah,
0: Andy that... Janovich, the fullback, said that uh, there were some guys that may have been complacent, his word, after the way that they played well, but in a loss to right. Kansas City that they felt, well, we proved our point. You know, we hung with Kansas City. So maybe they took it for granted going up against the Jets.
1: So so the After Broncos loss. so the good news is the Broncos aren't 2 and 3 they're 2 2 and 1 that two wins two losses and one moral victory. So I mean can can you imagine that coming out of anybody's mouth? Like is like that in and of itself to me would make me raise my eyebrows about who's coaching my team. Like is that the culture we've established? Did, did you hand out certificates of participation after the Kansas City game? Like, Johnny played really hard against the Chiefs. Congratulations, Johnny. You left it on the field. Here's your, yeah, I mean, just can you imagine the ceremony? Hey, guys, everybody, everybody. This is Tuesday morning meeting. Everybody, come on up here. Come on, everybody, line up you get a certification brooch you get a, you get a trophy you get a paper you get a i mean come on dude how how that's marsh that's that is marshmallow on the campfire soft just dripping out of the s'more
0: is jason garrett coaching for his job this week after the controversy in which his owner Slash general manager came out and and criticized him yeah. for not going for it on fourth down in the overtime loss to Houston, and now they got to take on a Jacksonville team. Although while banged up, you know, so much so at the running back position, they reached out to Jamal Charles, still formidable on defense. You got to believe they're stinging after the way they got uh, roughed up by Kansas City yeah, last week. Manhandled Jacksonville's only City. you're only giving up three.
1: I know. I um, I don't think he's coaching for his job. I think his job is already gone. I think. I think.
0: Well, then, when? When is he gone?
1: Well, I don't know when Jerry will fire him, but, um, but I think it's it's already history. You've got a guy in waiting there. You know, one thing about about the Cowboys now is you got a guy in Scott Linehan, their office coordinator, that was the head coach of the the Rams for several years. So at least you have a guy with some experience that can take over you know, the the head coaching responsibilities and duties if you decide to, to fire Jason Garrett during the season. Um if you wait till after this se- whether it's during the season or whether it's after the season, I, I just think it's gonna happen. Um you know, in obviously do you have some miraculous turnaround and all of a sudden you're great? Um that would be awesome. I don't see it happening. I don't it is a really... lousy
0: division too, so it's you know. Do you want to? Yeah, but go you make keep you keep the guy. Do you go
1: nine and seven and and win the division and keep the guy.
0: Well, no, you can, but you maintain some continuity in a division that right. seems to be pretty mediocre right now, and then you can still fire him afterwards.
1: Yeah, you, I suppose. But you give
0: yourself a chance to win it. All right. Uh, so those are the two themes: uh-huh. coaches on the hot seat and and the rookie quarterbacks. But there is one game that's a marquee game, and I got to get your your thoughts: KC and New England. Uh, at New England, Patriots are a three and a half point favorite.
1: Um, yeah, I think you know. Interestingly enough, it'll be, it'll be. This is exciting. Um, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, matching wits, offensive guru,
0: you know, defensive. I and Andy Reid picked Belichick and that team apart last year in Week One. Remember, picked um, them apart.
1: Yeah. I I also know that when they had to go up there for the playoffs, that that when they go up for the well, that's Kansas City in the playoffs. So I'm stupid. Come on, Kansas City doesn't win playoff games. So what am I talking about? My fault. You know what? I was just just strike that from the record. Sorry, it's 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 stricken. Right. That's just that's <laughs> silliness to think that Kansas City is going to play in the playoffs.
0: <laughs> but we're a long way for the playoffs. Yes, uh, we're not uh, in September anymore, but we're close to September.
1: Yeah, you know, Kansas City dismantled Jacksonville. Um they've got so many weapons, so many offensive uh, what they do is incredible. Still, I I cannot New England in New England This is not this is the this is the second quarter of the season. This is where, you know, the the Patriots start off 2 and 2 in the first quarter of the season like they did last year and then they go on a eight-game winning streak. This is in the midst of that eight-game winning streak, I'll, I'll take New England.
0: In, in a game in which Bill Belichick, in, in a week in which Bill Belichick can legitimately build up his team as underdogs. Yeah. And they're at home. Yeah. So that, that's a pretty tough combination. All right. Uh, Moneymaker picks, not bad. Both of us last week, you were 3-0. and oh. Yes. I was 2-1, and one, which means up until this point, I'm 9-7. and seven. This is delicious irony. You are nine six and one. Your one tie mm-hmm. is what has you ahead of me. Yes. You mock ties, <laughs> and it's actually what has you slightly ahead of me, your tie.
1: That's how I roll, dog.
0: All right. Well you get the uh
1: I get the honors. You get, this get the week?
0: honors. First three picks go to you.
1: Uh first three picks. Okay. Um Tampa, Atlanta, Atlanta giving up three and a half points. I'm taking Atlanta to cover the three and a half points. Chargers take on Cleveland. In Cleveland, it's even is what I have. I'm taking the Chargers to win outright in Cleveland. And then I am going to go to, let me see here, Jacksonville at Dallas. I think Jacksonville has a bounce-back game. I think that defense was embarrassed last week. They put it on the Dallas Cowboys. They're giving up. Two and a half. I'll take Jacksonville giving up the two and a half.
0: Man, I liked all three of those games. Yeah! So, next week I yes! go. Next week I go first. Um, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Minnesota at home. I know they're giving up a lot, but I think fresh in their memories uh-huh. is how they were a big favorite against Buffalo and they lost outright. I don't think they repeat that mistake. I think they uh, hammer Arizona. So give me Minnesota minus the ten and a half. Uh, Houston, I agree with you about. Um, Everything you said about Deshaun Watson, uh, they're at home. They're only a one-point favorite over Buffalo. Give me Houston. And my other game, I'm going to take Miami at home, getting three against Chicago. Uh, I like what I'm seeing from Chicago. I just don't know if Chicago right now is is ready to go out on the road as a favorite and win against a, a Dolphins team that's uh, stinging a bit. So. Yeah. Give me Miami plus the three.
1: All right. That uh, is our Moneymaker Picks. Our Moneymaker Picks brought to you by Bud Light. Guys, Sundays are made for watching football and enjoying a cold beer with your friends and family. Be sure to check out the new Bud Light NFL team cans and bottles available now in stores. They're really cool. I got a bunch of them. As far as you know, I'm going to bring you some of those uh, Bud Light bottles. That's, But I'm not going to. I'm going to bring those to you, Mike.
0: Oh, man. I love it. Yeah. I love it.
1: Just remind me.
0: Please do. I'm going to 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 hold you to that.
1: Yeah. So that's uh, brought to you by Bud Light. I'd like to thank everybody for uh, listening to the Stinky Truth Podcast. Thank you, Mike. Thank you, Scott, the producer. Um, and thank you to our, our presenting sponsor, Core Water. Also, thank you to Bud Light for sponsoring the Moneymaker Picks. Um, and we will be back next week with you as I go 3-0 again in my Moneymakers and start pulling away from one Mike Evans. Until, uh, until then, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Share it with your friends. And we'll be back with you next week.